0: Hello and welcome. I'm Natasha Short and you're listening to the Kimberly Jiggers Shiro Series podcast where we will be sharing the stories of local Kimberly Indigenous women. Kimberly Jiggers seeks to amplify Indigenous women's voices and promote Australian Indigenous culture and women through storytelling. Through podcasts, we seek to share the experiences and wisdom of our most inspirational Indigenous women and learn more about the cultural ways and history of the people of the Kimberley region, Western Australia. These are the personal stories of their journey presented to you through our Kimberley Jigashira series. Please make contact if you would like more information. Hi everybody, I'm here in the Derby studio this morning with Lena Buckle-Fraser. Hi Lena, how are
1: you? Hello there, Natasha. Lovely oh. to s- talk to you.
0: Oh, nice for you to be here. And I've been trying to get you for a little while now, so I'm glad that you've been able to make it. Um, let's start at the beginning, Lena. Where were you born?
1: I was born in Beagle Bay through colonisation. Wow. My parents been being taken away from, from Derby, the, the Yamamatawara River, the river, yes. the Soa River.
0: Wow. Okay. Now, you are the grand old age of 80? 80,
1: 80 and a half
0: Eighty and a half. November. F- fantastic. I love it because you're so active and mobile and still uh, full of vitality. Now, listen, so you're part of which which um, people? You're a
1: I'm a Nyinguna, from my apical. Yes. And from being ta- being parents, been taken away yep. to Beagle Bay, I'm a Nyinguna Walmijeri, Nyonjul.
0: Yeah. And then I'm
1: married into Mangala.
0: Lovely. Yeah. Lovely. Okay. So, tell us about your your early days and you were born in Beagle Bay.
1: Born in Beagle Bay. I was the youngest out of nine sisters and one brother. Wow. And I was the youngest one. Wow. Out of ten? Out of ten. Wow. And because those days, the government policy was to, to shift all the half caste, quarter caste, nearly white children down to along the West Australian coast. Wow. So, they can... Breed into white people and, st- and to do, the, do away with the Aboriginal race.
0: Yes, yeah, breed, breed the Aboriginality out. Mm,
1: that's what they were trying to do.
0: That's what they were trying to do, but they, they didn't succeed, mm. did they? <laughs> <laughs> mm. So tell me, did
1: you grow up in Beagle Bay then? No, when the, when the, when the Japanese war invasion. Yes. But my sisters were all sent away down, down, to, down along the coast to right down uh, Port Hedland Geraldton, yep. Uh, and Perth, and Nynausia. Right. And so my parents, before my parents got married, yep. they were sent to Nynausia. Right. And, and from Beagle Bay, from being taken off from the river, from the Fitzroy River here, out from and Right. and Camballan. Wow. All right, so what are your, some of your
0: earliest memories from where you were growing up?
1: Well, Dad, the, Dad was a overseer on a sheep station. Yep. And his life was... Uh, from Beagle Bay, um, growing into and getting married, yep. and having so many children, so he went out to the stations to support Beagle Bay to have his family. You know, to, you know, to share his family.
0: Okay, but your mum, being being a mother of ten, yeah. she must have just been busy at the
1: house, busy with the house and helping helping the nuns. Wow! In
0: yeah, did you have a good early childhood? Do you remember it? Lovely. Did you? Yes. What did you love about it? Riding horses. Okay. <laughs> well, everybody was probably riding horses back then.
1: Yeah. That was a common mode of transport, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then and learning how to ride correctly and learning how to look after that horse and learning how to shoot the bullocks that used to come in off the, uh, onto the sheep station that used to come in for a drink of water when they yeah. didn't get water in their areas, so they right. break the fences to come in. they they literally break fences down break fences down to push through to go and get the water because they're thirsty. Yeah. Yeah. So what would happen? You'd, you'd have to shoot some of them sometimes. So we grew up, my brother and I, we'd hold the hold horse and the cart. Yeah. And Dad would go to the watering trough and hide underneath the side of the watering trough. Yes. With, with the three o three. Wow. And he'd wait till the bullocks come in. Yeah. At night time. Wow. And we'd have to stand up behind the bowab tree, holding the horse and talking to him so he wouldn't Move gallop make, away yeah. when, when the sh- when the three oh three went off. Wow! And we were small then, from yeah. small small days. Yeah, till we you know, grew up. Till we had to come to school in Derby. Wow! And we learned all that, and then as soon as Dad would shoot the shoot shoot the bullock, and he'd say, "Okay," so we'd run over there quick, and we would start helping him butcher the bullock. Yes. And take the and uh, drag him away from the watering trough.
0: Interesting. The bullocks came in at night.
1: That was the only time they'd come in to look around for water. That's interesting. Because, because when they'd come during the day, other station people from Blina and Kimberley Downs yeah. would shoot them, but they'd come in to... They'd try and be sneaky. Yeah, come in, yeah <laughs> sneaky to come <laughs> and look in a little of water. Yeah, yeah. So there was hundreds of them who to come in. You know? Wow. Yeah, yeah.
0: Now, you probably would have been a little bit spoiled being the youngest of ten, were you? Pardon? Were you a little bit spoiled being the youngest of ten? No,
1: I wasn't spoiled. Oh, yet. come on, tell the truth. No. <laughs> Because at five years old I told my dad, Dad, I can ride horses now. I'm coming out of the stock camp with you. And he said, Daughter, your legs are too short. And I said, Dad, I can ride They're try. still short, Lena? Well I'm shrinking I'm shrinking in my with my health now. Yeah. <laughs> but, but But you but you thought you could help your dad at the age of five at five and he said your daughter, daughter your legs are too short you have to wait until you grow taller longer the legs I said dad but I can climb on the <laughs> ant bed and climb on the horse he said no 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 you stop there with mum and you learn to l- work and cook in the kitchen <laughs> so he we went out to stock camp I waited until I was six, nine, yeah. eight, eight. so I went back out to stock camp really because my brother wasn't interested His, our first brother in law was Spanish Yeah. So my, bro- my, my brother was interested in because my brat my brother-in-law is Spanish. Yes. he done all the Queen of the Holy Rosary Church. Yes. Laringa Station, all the, all the cement work. Yep. Campbell and Holmes did. Yeah, he and did a lot of that, did he? Huh? He did a lot of that. he done all of those, his work. Nice work. I've, s- I've been out there. I've and
0: seen And the seen swimming
1: pool at Laringa. Yes. And all those... Smith yes. buildings. My dad, my brother-in-law, Frank Rodriguez,
0: yes, which had
1: his launching of his book from his daughter. Oh, lovely! I'm reading that at the moment. Debesa. Debesa, yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, and he taught. He was with my brother, so my brother was interested in that type of work. So yeah. I, yes, I was a stock girl. Yes, I was a dealer. yeah, yeah. And jilleroo I learned all jilleroo. that with my dad: how to save the sheep, how to shear the sheep, how to castrate the sheep. How did you learn? You were comfortable
0: with all that growing up. That was growing not that up, second that nature. A, that second just nature. A, day, a
1: day's work. Yeah, Look, no worries. When I was so high. Wow. And that's what I learned. And you loved it. I loved it because it was just natural, normal to be riding horses and talking to the horse. And what a life, Hailing eh? the horse after we'd finished work. How how wonderful. Look, I'm not I'm not much
0: of a horse person per se, but I, I love how... Um, people are using horse therapy in this day and age mm. to work with troubled youth and yes. and and they tell me look every horse has a personality
1: that's true that's true very they true they
0: all got their
1: own little mannerisms mm. if they didn't like if they didn't like a, your attitude they'd stand and stomp on your foot really and i had them i had wow. them arin william boots on, but Yes, stand on my foot yeah and that was to to, to tell me look after me better wow <laughs> wow yeah. We had a drafty horse that used to pull the horse and cart.
0: Yeah,
1: I had to treat him properly to harness the ha- yeah. harness him to the horse to the cart. Yeah, yeah. So they were more powerful. They were powerful, strong legs, and he'd always bump me with his leg. Yeah,
0: just to let you know, hey, don't push me too far.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> like that. And, and and when I was teasing his hair to, you know, yeah. get all the knots out. Yeah, he'd, he'd shake his head and look at me like so, as if to say. Don't pull me. T- don't pull my hair too hard. Yes, and that's how I learned how to tame and and, and uh, do the horse tailing. Yes, do, doing all that from the horses yeah, to cutting up the beast when we dad would shoot them. Yeah, if we'd get good 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 killers, how to sh- how, yeah. to, how to cut the beast the, the bullock. Yes, without without making holes in the, in the in the skin. Yes, so we'd have nice mats for our saddle. Oh, you'd use every part of the animal. Every every part. So it would so we'd make saddle bags, and yep. that's what my dad taught me to do all that—make stock whips, Good boy, quart um, pots, yeah—and the and, and the and the saddle as well. Amazing and, and to get all the spinifex grass and put into the saddle to make a saddle.
0: Incredible. So th- I mean, who does that days, these it was days? Hard. Yeah, 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 but who does that these days? Nobody. Yeah, nobody. Mm.
1: Wow. And this one, this one, I'm, I'm back at the school telling the children right from infancy to growing up till they're thirteen years old. Yeah. How, how it used to be, you know?
0: Yeah. I think, uh, what, what's the word I'm looking for? You know, people back in the day, they were so... Um, in the 40s? Yeah. Uh, well, no, I'm just saying that people back in the day, they basically,
1: they just wasted nothing. Yeah, yes. And we couldn't go to the shop and get the stuff to tan the hide. We got different barks of different trees that would sterilize and, and, and um, uh, pr- preserve the skin. Yeah. So you were using a bit of bush knowledge and bush. Yes, and learning learning that from dad and the old people. All of his stockmen.
0: Yeah.
1: And learning learning which tree was the best bark to to um, get for tanning 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 the bullock hide. Wow. So we'd make our uh, ma- uh, bed from the bullock hide. Yeah. and Stretch it. Yes. On two 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 timbers. Yes. And then we'd dry it off, and then we would use that hide as a bed. Yes. So we, had our, so we had our bed on a cross piece um, uh, timber and we'd have it on the top like that. Nice. And then from that, we'd make the cord pots, cord pots, uh, um, stubby, hold, like stubby holder, and all, all those sort of things. Wow. Stock whips and the hat. hat. You just things. made
0: things according to your own creativity and your own imagination, right? Uh, pardon? You just made things
1: according to your own no, creativity. my dad taught me. Yeah. And then I grew up doing that. Wow. I was still doing that when I was working as an OT, teaching the, teaching the um, ones that were still... There was old station people at Nambulanunga and the district hospital. Yes. I was teaching them to do that and do their printing, and they'd draw the bullocks and the horses on it. Wow. And I'd, I'd teach the old people to do pottery at mm-hmm. Nambulanunga. Uh,
0: Amazing.
1: Later on, you know, later on. Yeah. So it sounds like you had a great relationship with your dad. With yeah, mum and dad, and dad you taught me cooking, how to how to make the Christmas pudding, the plum duff. Oh, he was a bit of a talented person, well, I your grew dad. up. I grew up with that, yeah, yeah, and then making bread, nice, 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 lovely bread, and then we'd make crib, the, the burger buns, we'd yeah. make those for them to take the crib out. Yes. Like that, yeah. yeah. Wow. And then, and then then, August school holidays, when we'd go into Derby for school and we'd come out for the August holidays. Because you were living where? Uh, living, we were living in Camballan. Yep. No, grew up in Wollumbarger from Lavringa. Camballan yep. was just a windmill at yep. the time. Yep, and then then we grew up at Wollumbarger. that's the out camp, yep. Wollumbarger and Paradise. I was always around the paddocks with my dad working. Yeah. but and then and then when it was time for school for education, six years old, and then yes. I had to go into Derby with me and my brother yes. had to go into Derby to to have education. For state school, but a couple of years and the state school brewed, blew down from a cyclone. Yeah. So Bishop sent Bishop Ribel sent the children, uh, sent the nuns, three nuns to work in Derby St John of God Sisters. Yes, so we could have schooling there.
0: There was wow. thirteen
1: of us for school. Wow. Okay, so I've got a photo of that somewhere. Yeah. Oh, how, how beautiful! Mm. And then we grew up, learning sports, going to our first first camp school in Broome yeah learning how to swim in salt water. I didn't even know anything about salt water. I had yeah. those bathers on with the tied up straps. yeah, and I jumped into the sea. yeah but the 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 bathers, the top of the bathers fell down. <laughs> i was I was in my young teens, <laughs> and the boys, Ernie Hunter and Raymond Shatter <laughs> were laughing at me, and they seen my boobs and I, so I was a fighter, so I belt the I belt I belt them up in the water. <laughs> 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 that is a broomsta to let the old swimming baths. <laughs> And, oh. and, and going back to from that at of state school, there was Doctor Savetti and 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 Harry Butler. Yes, and that was the main ones who was teaching us the seaside, how to, how to look after the seaside. But I yes. knew how to look after the riverside.
0: Yes, and all that
1: crocodiles and
0: That's crocodiles
1: it. and sawfish and stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah my, daud-
1: well, my dad taught me how to how we used to cull the crocodile. Yeah. Uh, because they were starting to shoot them up from Wyndham and shoot yes. them just for their skins right. for making boots and handbags. Yeah, that that was happening back in the day. Yeah, back in the days. Not now, right? Not now. Yeah. But but w- when they when they started there in, in um, coming down Wyndham. Yeah. So Dad said we'll uh, we'll do culling, and he used to do that every year.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, as children, we dive down in Urella Creek from yeah. in Carter, Woomba Yes. Kimballon, we'd dive down into the Urala Creek and we'd have um, hessian uh, um, bags yep. tied up around our waist and you could feel the big crocodiles in the caves and we'd feel the crocodile's body and they sleep because they're hibernating. All oh, right. And then we'd just go where the nest is, we'd find the nest, we'd pull, the, pull the, we'd pull all the eggs out and we'd leave one or two. Yeah. And that was how Dad showed us, so we were culling mm. Wow. telling the crocs so there wouldn't be too many freshwater crocs on the river. Wow, how and clever. And, we'd, and then we'd go back and they'd be all sleeping and we'd feel the bellies and feel the body and big, large, wide heads of crocodiles. And we grew up not to be frightened. Wow. Uh, yeah, like that. Incredible. Yeah. And that's what I am teaching children later on in my life. Yes. At the state school and at Holy Rosary School. Wow. When I was teaching here. Blackfellow conservation, eh? Yep, yep. Culture, culture and whitefellow, uh, yep. blackfellow uh, conservation and yes. um Yeah. Yeah. Systems cool. as Method. well. Systems, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. Okay, so it sounds like you've pretty much been working all your life. Now you wanted to go, mm. you know, from the time of five, you wanted to be on the horse out there and, you know?
1: Yeah,
0: yeah. But So what happened when you were, after you
1: sort of finished school? Well, like the other thing, yeah. on the August holidays. Yep. Yeah. Um, when the water holes got dry and the rivers were going down, and there's not much water for the sheep. Yes. We had millions of sheep, merino sheep on Labringa. Yes. We had a 26 shearing st- shearing team, a shearing stand team. How many? 26. That's a big team. For shearing the sheep. Yeah. That was Labringa. And, wow. and August holidays, when we'd come back from school, from Derby, we'd have to. We'd have to um, uh, uh, go along with the horse and cart with mum and dad growing up. Yep. And and dad would pick out the spots where the pig the young piglets were. Yes. So we'd we'd have our we'd have our, we'd have the box in the in the cart. Yep. And we'd have our horses, me and my brother, driving riding the horses. Yep. We'd gallop and we'd chase the pigs, jump off the pigs, and tie the tie the tie the young piglets. Wow. A, a back and front leg, yes, and then, and then put them into the, into the box of, wow. uh, in the cart, take them back to the station to Wollongba to fatten up for Christmas. Wow. And with those... But well, we then you made a pet out of them and then there'd be they'd be dinner. No, well, we didn't. D- Dad <laughs> said, don't, don't get too petty with them, friendly with them, <laughs> so, because, they're, because they're going to be killed for the next, next season, like for Christmas. So from those pigs, we'd have pork, we'd yeah. have the ham, ham, Yes. And dad, dad treated them, showed me how to treat them to make ham. Yep. And to make hocks for for the winter for the peel ham soup. Wow. You know, the hock. That's from, a, yeah. From yeah, the legs. Yeah. And we'd have all, and we'd do all that in the butcher shop, in this old butcher shop at Wollumba, made out of spinifex. And he'd have all his watering uh, the trough with all the salt, so to yeah. cure. Yes. Preserve cure the, cure the them. Yeah, preserve them from. Okay. So we got corned beef. Amazing, and from the bullocks that we'd shoot, yeah. very self-sufficient, hey? Yeah, oh, very, yeah. And Dad you grew his own garden, Mum, yeah. And the Aboriginal people that followed him yes. from one station to the other, yeah, because he was helpful with them and teaching them. Wow! Yeah. And that was right from the Ngunawal Ngajeri Mangala, and they'd come and follow Dad, yeah, from right from right right from uh, that road from that's going to Broome. Yeah. Where they're teaching the children now stock work and all that. Um fossil n- not fossil down, but there anyway. Sheep it was a sheep place called Sheep Camp. Okay. And that's where that's where I saw the Japanese planes and dad showed me with the Japanese planes were bom- bombing Derby and Yes. Uh Broom. You could see the Spitfires, all the flames going and shooting into Broom during, during the Japanese invasion. Yes. nineteen forty two. We well, was only a baby there. Yeah, 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 wow. Yeah. But then going back to that, you know, Yeah.
0: yeah. So people don't have sheep anymore in the
1: Kimberley. No, because the when they wanted to start farming, building up farms for sending off cattle to um, uh, sheep to market, they went and got machinery from Queensland, from the banana, from the from from the banana um, places in Qu- in Queensland.
0: Yeah,
1: and the sugar cane and the bananas.
0: Yeah,
1: and that's where they the Nagora Burr, They didn't spray all the burrs from off the tractors and. And all the machinery, right. and they didn't come across the boundary, the the, the border, Western Australia Northern Territory border. They yep. came across Tanami, right, and that's where the burr was in those machinery at Camballan, right, and, and they got into all the sheep, and that's and that's how they got into the, all the they grew, yeah, fell in where they were farming, and they grew, yep, and 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 the Nagora, Nagora bur grows that big, and that's where it it, it was it was um, devastating the wool. Yes. Um, uh, not devastating. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Devastating the wool. Yeah. And when the peer- shearers trying to shear the sheep, all this wool, so the the wool was um, yeah. uh, disqualified from. It was
0: disqualified. But but what does that mean? When that Ngaurau burr was there, it now means that you can't do sheep anymore because all that all that
1: is could. now still there. It's still there, and, and people. I was still fighting for compo for my children when they were growing up. Yes, working with no no overalls, no goggles, goggles. Yes, and two of my oldest sons are suffering. Three of my other children died from it. Yeah. My son and daughter, and my daughter's son, they died from APB Agriculture Protection Board. Yeah, wow, yeah, APB, yeah. amazing, mm. and a lot of others here in Derby. We used to go down to Broome meetings with people from. Down south, they used to come up, and nobody. We talk, and nobody. You know, only the two white men got their compens- compensation. None of the Aboriginal people. There's a lot of inequity, isn't there? Mm. They only gave them shorts, no overalls, no goggles, no mask. Yeah. And they what were, were they working with that they needed protective gear like that? They were um, uh, spraying. My son was one of the drivers that used to go down to Quanana. Yes. And to go and and to go and pick up the pick up this. Bottles or uh, drums, chemicals, of chemicals, and that was the same chemicals that they used for spraying when they sprayed in the war when they were killing the Japanese and in the invasion. Wow! After that, after that Japanese invasion, yeah. Uh, Tim, not I can't remember. I just can't remember the name of the other when that happened. You,
0: yeah,
1: a lot of people they just spray them and kill them like
0: that. Amazing. So, did you ever receive any compensation, you or your family
1: members? Nothing. I've been fighting every every time and they'd send a strange a stranger and we'd have to repeat, repeat, repeat. Cyril, Cyril Hunter was the first one that died. His yeah. son died after.
0: Yeah.
1: Sue, she used to come up from Perth to try yeah. and help. Um, uh, yeah, wow. Around Derby stopping, you know. Trying so, to so
0: you know at the moment there's a uh, class action going on in regards
1: to stolen wages. You didn't, you didn't see me when his mother, when his mother died. Lucy, and and he said, come back to me, he said, I'll get back to you and we'll get on to this compensation, but I'm still waiting.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They just drag people on forever and then before you know it, your life's over, you know. And the two white people, they got their compensation, they
1: got their blocks of land and everything. So
0: so unfair, isn't it?
1: Unfair, unfair. it was treated. Yeah. Yeah. Oh,
0: it's it's shocking, really. So, uh, okay, so what
1: happened from there? From... Gr- yeah. After growing up, and basically growing at some up, point you've you've left or you've yeah, I, moved on. I got married, had his <coughs> children, five children, but he was he was he was he wasn't a person that wanted to settle down in a, in a married life. Yeah, so um, maybe I, have his cake and eat it too. I, I wasn't like marriage commitments. wasn't 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 to talk out and say, you know, why are you. Why are you drinking and not and spending that money on 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 your whiskey and beer and your girlfriends, yes, and and not bringing the food home for us, yeah, working out the bush,
0: yeah, out of Liveringa. We had you met him at Liveringa, Lena. No. Where, where did you meet your partner?
1: No, I met him when he was delivery man around Derby. Okay, on the Kimley traders. We had a Kimley traders shop here, okay. and okay. he used to do all the deliveries around town. Right, On the shop. Right, you, and, and, and you were living here in Derby at that stage. Listen, I was uh, um, dad was ready for retiring. Yeah, came and came in from Liveringa, Wollumbah. Yes, yeah, and that's how I, I how I met him, and then got married, and had had these children, but yes. it never worked out. Yes, and he his mother gave us a wedding present on 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 hen, on um um a street here in Derby, and the and the Dutch carpenter built the house. Yes, and that was our wedding present. Yes, local land and the house, and because he wanted to start a taxi business in Broome, yep, with his mate from Kimberley traders, yep, and that was <coughs> Row for Tim Rowe and Buck Roebuck Buck taxis in Broome, yes, and that was Tim Roe and Row and Buck Buck was Buckle, yes, that was, right. That was my children's father's surname, right. Buckle, right. So he started this taxi business in Broome, yeah, and then it went on and on, 59, fifty nine, fifty fifty seven, fifty eight, fifty nine, yep. And I had my daughter, but I he got I got punched up. I used to get punched up from him all the time of his jealousy of of him running around. So he would take it out, out on me for that. That's that's the
0: irony. So he he was sort of you know, maybe maybe um, being unfaithful. Yeah, wasn't but, but sort he, mm, of yeah, mistreated you because mm, of that
1: because of, of the, his behaviours of his behaviour misbehaviour, yeah. and then when he'd come in with all these nurses and he'd bring his cousins out yeah. and he said oh that's their girlfriends not not mine i'm i'm here i'm bought my things out he said did you bring the stores out for christmas and the christmas present i said well it was on the truck you were supposed to bring it out i was pregnant for my last son then yes and and he said well he said i said i said well where's all the christmas putting in you know things for the children for presents for their presents for christmas yes and 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 then it got that way, and then he said, oh, he, he laughed about it. So yeah. my friend, this other, uh, Lockyer, yeah. sh- Shadforth, yep. she showed me how to fight, <laughs> as pregnant <laughs> as I was. And he said, when he comes, because those days, at the, we had the wood stove, and the old old people used to cut the wood in that length, yeah, nice big timber like that. So yeah. she said, when he comes back with all his girlfriends, she said, I'll show you how to fight. Give him a punch and give him an uppercut. <laughs> Well, I was pregnant <laughs> as I was trying to balance, saying. So. <laughs> but but as it was, when he came... When he oh, you shouldn't laugh about it. It's, yeah, it's not yeah, good. Yeah, well, at the time, um, when he said... Um, uh, I said, well, where's the cool drinks? Well, he said, have a whiskey. He had all these bottles of whiskey. Oh, yeah, I'll have your whiskey. I opened the bottles out. We was on this... Cement veranda, yeah. and there was rocks down below. Yeah. So I got the bottles and I threw them all out of the out of the box. And I yes. busted these bottles on the rocks. You're wasting my whiskey. Yes, and I'll punch you. And that's when I got up and <coughs> punched him. And my friend from the background give him an uppercut, uppercut <laughs> like this. <laughs> and I'm trying to trying to balance myself. And that was my proof. I got busted my face, wow. and that was my proof to the welfare to the police. Yeah. yeah. That I was being ill-treated, and that's how I went to court and got that got that separation.
0: Wow! <laughs> and wow. I didn't know how to fight. <laughs> wow! Mm. So that basically left you
1: as a mum, single yeah, mum with five children. children. Yeah. he he'd prefer living out out where the old old airport was. Yeah. Where his where his grandmother.
0: Yeah.
1: Sid Smith and Ada Buckle. Yeah. And I'd have to walk to male trough with all my hanging my. Babies, yep. napkins, and clothes yep. and stuff, and go to the watering trough to water the watering. Uh, go to the go to the Malesburg trough. Yes, that what we used to call Cleopatra's bath. Yep, the Wabbits for the big shed there. Yes, so people can go there and have a swim and change their clothes. Well, I used to walk there, wash my clothes in that with, with a tub. Yep, and walk back trying to lug all these clothes back with my children following me behind back to where we lived in tents. Wow, back in the days.
0: Back in the day, and he was
1: still running around with. Yeah. When I picked up enough courage, when my friend picked showed me how to pick up enough courage and give him an uppercut.
0: <laughs> Join us for part two of Natasha's chat with Lena Buckle Fraser on the next episode. Stay connected with us by following Kimberly Jiggers on all social media platforms, rate and review the podcast on iTunes, and share the podcast with your family and friends.